Welcome to the Marrow Report. The Marrow Report is recorded in front of a live virtual audience on the Duck Pond. Tuesday nights, 9 p.m. Eastern, live. Mallard.com. M-A-L-L-I-A-R-D.com. One more thing before we start. Let me turn it over to my friend that you may know from Ancient Aliens and the Curse of Oak Island and many other things. Robert Clotworthy. On the Malliard Report, the views, thoughts, and opinions expressed on the show are solely those of the hosts and guests and not necessarily of Evergreen Podcasts, KillerPodcast.com, sponsor or affiliate, or any other individual or group. On the Malliard Report, the views, thoughts, and opinions expressed in the show are solely those of the hosts and guests and not necessarily of Evergreen Podcast, KillerPodcast.com, sponsor or affiliate, or any other individual or group. Good evening. I hope everybody's staying warm out there. I'm not. I just got a cold chill. That's always helpful. Okay, my guest tonight is Yuichi Yubatai. Butebi. Oh, close. He is the producer and world lecturer of Happy Science, formerly known as the Institute for for Research and Human Happiness. Happy Science is a controversial religious movement and spiritual movement orienting in Japan. Having grown up in Beirut, Lebanon, and New York City, he was raised in a rare Japanese Christian family where he was touched by the Muslim culture. He recently produced and is promoting the movie for Happy Science called The Divine Protector, Salt Master Begins. I can't wait to hear about this film and what it's all. I, I kind of, I've watched some of it and, uh, well, well, first and foremost, how are you doing tonight? Pretty good. Thank you so much for having me on this show. Thank you. So, so for, forgive my, obviously, like I said, I've seen some of it, so I don't, I don't want to throw any spoilers mm-hmm. out there, but so give me the, uh, well, give my listeners a chance to understand what's going on with it. Sure. Okay. So the movie called The Divine Prophet, the Master of Begins. Actually, we just finished this, uh, the uh, United States U.S. theatrical uh, release last week, but there will be a VOD, uh, coming up. So there will be uh, another chance for everybody to watch it online. So this movie is a supernatural, the spiritual, the Japanese superhero movie. It's just a very short summary. And it's about a girl. She appears from the sky with a Japanese clothing and she is a curse repairer. So what she does is she'll come down and she'll start uh, to solve the issues that people have on, on their, their, their daily life that's related to uh, spiritual phenomena and curses. And she'll, she uses uh, uh, pure salt, actually, to, to expel and, you know, uh, get rid of all these curses and evil spirits and negative energies, you know, out of their, their life. So that's why she's called Masasot, and her name is Shioko. In very short summary, this is a story about her. So I guess my first question is, how much mm-hmm. of this is for entertainment purposes, and how much of this is like documentary and based in reality? No, it's, uh, it's 100% entertainment. It's an uh, entertainment story. There's about five stories, short stories, you know, short stories combined together in becoming a one movie. And each story has its own purpose and, and the reason. And there's something that you can take take it back from. You know, there's something we can learn from. And they're all uh, written. Actually, it's written by uh, the founder of Happy Science. Uh, his name is Ryuho Okawa. So he wrote the original story, and we put it together as a movie, and we released it, you know, to the world. So how hard, I love getting into the technical mm-hmm. things because that's what I do, right? Because I sit here and talk to people. Mm-hmm. How hard is sure. it? To, how hard is it to take somebody else's baby, right? Their written work, and transform it into a a movie? Okay, yeah. So yeah, uh, I mean, the original story is it's not like hundred pages, you know. It's just a really basic plot uh, that he'll give us and some of the storylines that he'll give us. So we have a, a screenplay writer. Actually, uh, his daughter, uh, Sayaka Okawa, she was the one who actually screen, wrote the screenplay. So that became an actual living thing. You, know, you have to make it alive, the original story. And through there, we created the screenplay. She created the screenplay. And we appointed this very, he's a very famous director in Japan. His name is Hiroshi Akabane. Not famous in, in America, but he, he's well known in Japan. So we got him on board to direct the movie. So as long as we have a screenplay written, you know, in, in a, as you know, how the movie is created, from there on, 
uh, we start to you know, put together the actual scenes and create the actual live action movies from there on. So you, you've been producing movies for a while. So let's let's go back a little bit further in your history. Well, how did you come to be interested in that? Well, I I was uh, I became a happy science uh, staff in 19, uh, uh, 2010. So that's almost oh, what, 12 years ago. <laughs> Before that, I was at the IT working for IT companies, US based IT companies, Silicon Valley companies. But uh, uh, I became a staff uh, about uh, 12 years ago. And I've done a few job, you know, jobs within Happy Science, and and one of them, and and recently I've been involved with movies for the past maybe six years or so uh, within Happy Science. So Happy Science uh, is the one who really got me involved into uh, movies. It wasn't like my 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 previous occupation was IT marketing. So it was way out of, you know, not, not into a movie itself, but, uh, you know, I was appointed to support the movie producing and movie, uh, spreading movies across the world. So that's when my mission started. So it's been about six years since then. So, I, I mean, obviously I've read some stuff on the internet and you know how that can be. That could be good, bad, and indifferent. Tell me about, sure. tell me about Happy Science. What, what mm-hmm. is it? And, Obviously, you've been involved, with, like you said, for yeah. 11 years now. So. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Happy Science was, uh, again, uh, established by uh, Riho Okawa. Okay, he's the original story writer. And 1986. So Happy Science been around over 35 years. It's, it's a pretty long time for one uh, you know, spiritual movement to be, to be around. And currently, uh, it is uh, the largest, definitely the largest movement in Japan. Uh, there's nobody who doesn't know about happy science in Japan. Positive and negative, of course, right? There's always uh, things like that. Uh, uh, Ryuhoka has been re- written thousands of books. It's always uh, on top seller throughout the Japan, so everybody knows about him. And as an international part, uh, we are ex- existing in maybe over 150 or 160 countries around the world. So it's pretty widespread. But the real, not, uh, real active uh, countries, probably like uh, Asia, Asia area, in Africa and India, we're very, very active in those areas. But uh, for the United States, we're very, very, still very small. So I don't think anybody knows about happy science. Well, that's why you're here tonight, right? To kind of open some yeah. eyes. Or, yeah. I, I don't want to say yeah. open eyes, maybe open hearts. I don't know. You, you kind of <laughs> fill that one in. Um, sure. So, how do I word this? Because when I I think religious movement, I think going to church on Sunday. So help me out here. What what's mm-hmm. uh, happy scientists? I don't want to say week life, but you know, give me some more of sure, a day to day grind for somebody. Yeah, yeah. So so we have Sunday services, uh, especially like in the United States, because to fit uh, more in you know, the the U.S. Uh, culture, I think uh, going to a church on Sunday is pretty usual and typical things for people to do. So we do have Sunday. Services, I guess, you know, call it services. And uh, we have a lecture uh, on Sundays, and we do have, you know, we depending on the location. We have uh, over ten locations in in US, depending on the location. But we have like a meditation sessions during the day, during the weeknights. We have like a book reading club during the weeknights. You know, members gather together to to study together and things like that. So uh, it's very tip- very similar to any other. Uh, religious and spiritual uh, activities. So again, uh, yeah, not, not not trying to be a novelist here, but I, I don't know, so I'm going to just keep asking fun questions. Mm-hmm. Sure. What, sure, sure, what, sure. what kind of separates separates it from other Asian-based religions? Okay, uh, happy science is based on it's based on Buddhism. Okay, it has a Buddhist background to it, but it's also a lot of uh, Christianity way of thinking. And also a lot of prosperity. So, in in very simple world, there's uh, I think of four four principles of happiness. That uh, it's like a really really basic, I guess you call it tenant, uh, or the te- basic teaching of happy science. It's got four principles of happiness. That is uh, love, wisdom, self reflection, and progress. So everything that uh, you know, Riho Oka teaches. And the things that we practice every day 
is either related to giving love to others, that is more a Christianity way of thinking, right? Wisdom, wisdom is to, you know, study the truth, you know, study the teachings. Okay? And wisdom is self-reflection. There's more Buddhism, Buddhism way of teaching. You look back to yourself and, you know, reflect, up, reflect upon yourself to, you know, shine yourself better. And through that, there's a progress. So progress is, I guess, more like a Christian science type of way of thinking, if you put it in the U.S. like American way. So, you know, we all need progress, you know, through our lifetime. So then that circles back to uh, love. So love, wisdom, self-reflection, progress. It's like a cycle of how to bring true happiness to your inner self as well as outer self. So, uh, you know, true happiness has to be, uh, of course, we need to be happy outside. Have family relationships. Your work, your lifestyle, everything, work, work, life balance, you got to have happy life there. But you got to have happiness within yourself as well. So it's like both balance, happiness is very, very important. So to achieve that, there's uh, four basic basic principles called that wisdom, self-reflection, progress. So all the teachings and all the sessions, all the the books that uh, Riho Oka refers to, uh, I mean, writes to, will refer back to either one of those four segments of the life. It's pretty simple if you put it that way. Simple, but yet a, t- a twinge mm-hmm. of complexity because it's not. Oh yeah, lo- loving people. We we could we just said it right. Okay, we're done. Uh, no, just kidding. Uh, you know, it sounds really <laughs> simple, but <laughs> yeah. man, if it was that oh, simple, it's, it's not that simple. It's just that the way the way we uh, the, it's uh, constructed, the teachings are constructed. It's it's easy to understand for anybody. You know, for everybody. So. So, you you grew up mm-hmm. in a Christian house. So now you're. Yeah. You're, that, how did that transact? Uh, transition, not transaction. Mm-hmm. Transition. Game. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, I was uh, raised as Christian. My parents are uh, very uh, dedicated Christians. Okay, uh, my father and my mother, and so I used to go to church, Sunday churches. Uh, but you know, after maybe uh, middle school up to high school, I was living in the U.S. in New York. I kind of stopped going to church. You know, you know how kids are, right? I stopped there. I used to play in hard rock music and I was getting to a, a different lifestyle than going to church boy. So for a while, I was away from uh, all the religious things in, in my life. But when I became, you know, a little older, I started to get in, uh, interested in, I guess there was like a new age trend. I think you know, uh, in 1980s, right? There was a new age trend. So I was, I got really interested in spirituality, not a religious aspect, but more like a spiritual thing. So I was really involved, uh, uh, got interested in new age and new age music. And that's when I started to re, re, uh, like revisit, you know, uh, the interest in spirituality in life. And, and that's how, that's when I met, uh, uh, the book called The Lords of the Sun. That's like a main, one of the main books of Riho Oka written, it's called The Lord of the Sun. When I read the book uh, for the first time, my friend gave it to me, the book. I don't know, I just felt like there's something that really just connected me. You know, I just felt like like I already knew what was written, kind of a moment, of a very important moment of my life I experienced through that book. So since then, I've been, you know, I've been studying. I started studying his, his, his books, reading his books and teachings, and I really liked it. And that's how I got involved with the uh, happy science teaching. So <laughs> it was a transition, but it's not a tradition because basically, you know, uh, spirituality and faith, it's all the same you now at the end of the day. That's how I feel. So that Christianity, being a Christian since I was really, really, uh, really little, really, really helped me, uh, you know, a lot to be who I am today, definitely. And I'm still a Christian too. I'm still. I love Jesus. I still love Jesus. I scribbled those four tenets on. There's still some, I don't want to say overlap, but that's the only word that comes to mind at this point. Yeah, sure, sure, sure. Yeah, yeah, that's right. So, okay. a lot of uh, Christianity teaching. Yeah. So, I normally do a little paranormal around here, so I've got to ask these. Uh, sure, sure. Uh, I don't want to say out there questions because, well, well, the one is so. But how about ghosts or? I mean, obviously, you're talking about demonic forces earlier, so I'm sure there's some presence of that. Mm-hmm. That do sure, you... sure. Go ahead. So tell me a little bit about that. Oh well, 
we believe in reincarnation okay, as a Buddhist-based uh, 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 activities in philosophy. So uh, reincarnation means, uh, you know, there is a past, right? So I was somebody before I am here today. So when, when we die, our body will vanish away, but our spirits will remain as who I am, as the OG Tebi, and, and my existence still, still exists. So you go back to heaven, okay, and you uh, restudy, uh, up, retrain yourself up in heaven, then you come back again on earth. You know, because earth, we believe, is like a training ground for the soul. If you are living up in heaven always, uh, you'll never be able to, uh, you know, bring up... Uh, 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 better yourself because uh, you need to bring yourself to a training ground. So Earth is a ground is very difficult, you know, as we all know, it's a difficult life. Usually, 16, 70, 80, 90 years of difficulties that you, we go through, a lot of struggles. And through there, you you uh, you actually training your soul and your spirit. So that's how we think, you know, about our life. So we believe there is an afterlife after we die, and of course, and we'll continue on with our life. So from that aspect, spirits exist because uh, it exists because after we die, we become a spirit. So, and if you have a really good-hearted person, uh, you, you'll be able to go back to heavenly world. Okay, but if you have done something that is uh, against God's will, uh, demonic and evil thoughts and evil acts, that if you've done too much of it on earth, then you cannot go right back to heaven. So you have to go to like a hospital of your soul, and we call it the hell realm, right? So it's like a self-reflection place. So you have to self-reflect on yourself for a while, and if you find your wrong deeds and your, the, the wrong way of thinking, then you're ready to go back to heaven. You go back to heaven, you come back again. So it's like a cycle of life that continues on. So from that aspect, yes, I, we believe spirits exist, and ghosts also exist as well. Angels exist. And also, evil spirits exist. Well, obviously, I, I, yeah. I, I always say obviously, evil spirits spirits exist. But I do have uh-huh. to remember there are some people out there who think everything's good. Not you, but you know there are people out there. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, what about the other side of that with the um, the space uh, aliens and UFOs and all that other stuff? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, of course, aliens exist. Of course, right? <laughs> I mean, who who would say human beings are the only uh, species existing in this entire well, universe, right? As I always tell, as I always tell people that are skeptical of that, if uh, we are the smartest things ever created ever anywhere in the the uh-huh. universes, we're yeah. screwing this up in the world's biggest mistake. But go ahead, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I totally agree. So, of course, aliens exist, right? Uh, uh, but uh, I, I've seen UFOs a lot, you know, since I was, I've seen them a lot, but I've never met uh, encountered any aliens. I maybe I did, but they just don't show show the presence. They might be walking down the street. You just never know, right? So I'm not on the Aryan side. Of, I'm just a human being. So, <laughs> but I I truly believe uh, they exist. And uh, in aliens, I think there's a lot of aliens actually right now. You know, uh, very getting involved on Earth, Earth activities because Earth is getting into a chaos, chaotic stage stage now. So I think they are watching over Earth. And probably they're good aliens and bad aliens. So it's as just like a, we human beings are good human beings and bad human beings. So you know, a lot of movies that we see over the space, you know, including from Star Trek to Star Wars to so all kinds of alien related movies. I think those are all the movie directors. They, they get inspiration from somewhere, you know, out there. <laughs> to make it to use out there. So I think they do get inspiration and to bring it create those uh, the movies so this way uh, you know just for, for for us to get kind of used to this kind of uh, uh, environment and situation so when aliens do start to appear in front of us we will be shocked as, as uh, you know as, as, as not knowing anything about it and I think US government is uh, releasing a lot of US for uh, you know, uh, stories, you know, for the past few days, few years, I think, as well. So it's coming soon, I think. Well, as I always wonder, mm-hmm. if, the, if the government tells mm-hmm. us anything, will we believe it? 
I mean, right. Sure. There's always that. Um, so I, I did read something about happy science and Venus, but I, I don't remember. I didn't jog it down. I should have, but is there a connection there? Uh, Venus? Yeah, the planet? Well, planet Venus, I think, uh, I'm sure that there used to be uh, uh, um, some kind of, uh, you know, living existing, existing forms in Venus as well, right? Uh, I don't think there's, I don't know if there's any, any anybody living there now or not. So, um, yeah, Venus is, is a place where uh, some of the, um, some of us probably came from as well. Not just Venus, but I think a lot of human beings, humans, were born on on Earth as well as maybe uh, came from outer space to 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 live as well. I think we believe, but uh, we you know we haven't shown you know we haven't met <laughs> met anybody uh, you know. Hi, I'm from Venus. I'm from uh, where wherever. So there's no proof point at this point, but. Uh, I'm sure there are people from outer space as well. Maybe, you know, all our souls, not everybody, a lot of our souls are, are connected to some kind of a space being. Um, you know, really, really ancient, ancient, ancient years, you know, thousands and thousands of years ago. Maybe we did come from somewhere else to this planet. But there's no there's no way to prove it, and there's no way we can find it, but Hopefully, who have, when we first came, we didn't kill the dinosaurs. That's all that matters. I'd feel bad. No. <laughs> yeah. Because what a... So, what, we are, yeah, we're very open to space. Space age and space. So, I, I, I'm just going to throw this out here. We've got some controversial mm-hmm. points here to get through, and we're just going to do it head on. Um, of course, I see this with a lot of new, new-ish religions that pop up. You can read anything online, and I, one of them referred to... Happy science is a cult, and I'm gonna. I'm mm-hmm. sure you're gonna tell me it isn't. But what 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 happened? What you probably read that too. What does that What does that trigger in you when I say that? Well, yeah, like if you open up a Wikipedia, right, <laughs> and have you first research happy science and open up a Wikipedia, the first thing is that it's a controversial cult. I mean, you know, I mean, there's nothing you can do about it because uh, Wikipedia, you can't fix it. You know, it's it's a live thing and. We're not allowed to delete anything, or you know, it's sometimes even difficult to add something on Wikipedia. So I'm sure this will, you know, continue on. You know, people will probably call any any religion, especially if it's not a Christian, Muslim, or any Jewish, one of the major three or four religions of the world. Maybe somebody probably might refer to any other kind of uh, religious thinking as a cult, right? But uh, the only thing I can say about is happy science cult or not is we've been around for 35 years, okay? And through these 35 years, there was zero, zero um, negative incidents that's been reported. Like the police, police kind of incident or anything that is very unusual as, as, a, as a part of society. But only thing we've done is we've done things better. It's a lot of great people who studied happy science became uh, you know, great uh, you know, top management company, people of the company, great people. So I think it's about what kind of fruits you bear from what you learn. It's not just about religion, but anything, any kind of philosophy or, or the, the way of thinking, right? Uh, what kind of person you become? What kind of fruits do you bear for the society? Is it the fruit sweet or is it sour or is it rotten? If it's going to rotten the society, by you, you know, teach, studying, whatever you're studying, and that is the wrong, it's, it's not a positive thing. It's a negative thing for the, the world and society. But if it's doing a positive effect, there must be something good about it. So that's how, you know, uh, I would like people to look at happy science. Look at the people in happy science. Look at the, you know, the fruits that we bear. And society just has to decide it based on it. That's what I can say at this point. Well, uh, how we called on that. Yeah. That's a pretty good statement. Like I said, I, I like I said, yeah, I could I could put the Mal Report as the best show on ever on the internet. And sure, some people will believe it, sure. and some people. Well, anyways, we're not going to talk about those <laughs> other people. <laughs> we were talking There's about always. demonic. Ever, ever, give me some salt, anyways. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's right. We need um, some salt here. <laughs> so the other controversial 
uh-huh. story I read was that uh, Happy Science has the cure for COVID-19. Happy Science has cure for COVID-19. It's not like we have a medicine, but there's a prayer. There's a prayer that's, uh, uh, I guess it's called a, a ritual prayer. You know, we do a lot of ritual prayers that we, we, we pray to uh, to heal, right? And pray to exercise evil spirits. You know, uh, so one of it, that's, we do have uh, something that is that is specifically uh, for COVID. I think that's what they're referring to. Okay. Well, I, I guess I, I, I read that and I went, oh, that, you know, again, yeah. you're kind of like, you're trying to filter through that, all this stuff in a hurry. and Yeah, that, <laughs> that doesn't mean, that doesn't mean if you're a member of Happy Science, you, you never get COVID. No, it's not <laughs> Of course you get COVID, right? Well, then you yeah, read yeah. then you read the headline <laughs> about being a cult and you're like, uh-oh, we're, we're up the creek now. You know, like you start, your mind starts, oh, man, if, if the sure. FBI ever does my browser search history, I'm in trouble. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't deny <laughs> looking up certain things that, well, sure. are, are not good. <laughs> of course. I mean, there's a lot of negative negative uh, articles, you know, about happy science everywhere. And that's just what, that's what it is, right? So we're, geez, Pete, we're almost halfway through. So tell people where they could find the, the, the film and other stuff that you've worked mm-hmm. on and you, you know, just give me that good and solid. Sure. Yeah, so the, this movie called The Divine Project, this is the latest one. We produce about over 20, 20 movies in the past 20 years. We used to do a lot of animation movies, okay, but uh, recently, maybe four or five years, uh, we've been doing a lot of uh, uh, live-action movies. And the reason why uh, I'm heavily involved with movies now is because uh, I have a mission as an evangelist as well, you know, of the movies. That is coming out from happy science to the world. Uh, I just happened to speak an English, <laughs> rare English speaker in happy science who's, uh, who knows about this kind of industry. So, you know, they appointed me to, to want to go out to the world and just speak about these movies and things like that. So I was like, sure, I'll do it. So I guess I'm an evangelist of the happy science movies. So we've been around uh, with movies. Uh, the past five years, uh, we've done a very, very limited releases in the United States, about 10 cities across the state. And most of them are already on VOD. So if anybody's interested in Happy Science, uh, you can check, uh, I mean, Happy Science, uh, Happy Science movies. Uh, you can check us, uh, out on, on, online. Also, this movie, The Divine Protector, there's a website, uh, Master Salt. Uh, movie.com. It's called mastersoldmovie.com. So if you want to uh, check out our website, uh, there's a lot of uh, trailers and also that will link to all the other movies that we have as well. And at this point, there's nowhere it's showing. It's already finished releasing in US theaters. So VOD will be released in springtime or maybe early summer. Uh, that's the only time you can catch it. Unless you want to go to Happy Science uh, branches around the States, I'm sure they'll be able to show you the, the movie as well. But I don't think anybody will just walk into Happy Science at this point, right? So, Well, I mean, <laughs> let, let's kind of... The, I can't say nobody will, right? I don't know. Yeah, you never know. You never know, right? Yeah. If you yeah, do, tell yeah. them that you heard about them here. No. <laughs> Sure, sure, please, please. I, I, I heard Utebi-san speak, and he was a good guy, so I decided to come. Just tell them, everybody knows my name in Happy Science, so Utebi-san sent me here, so they'll take care of you. <laughs> take good care of you. <laughs> so, uh, do you know approximately yeah. how many followers worldwide there is? I, I think there's like a million, you know, maybe like three million, I, I would say. It's kind of difficult to, to say no. how many exactly. But, uh, yeah, about million. But, you know, in, like, in this kind of activities, there's like a core, core, real active members, we call them. They're like so into it, you know. And if you look at that, there's no, there's no, no millions of, you know, active members. Like, there's much, much smaller group, but there's a you know, variety of, of members and also, uh, followers and people who just, just help us out. You know, they, they, they don't look at it as a cult, but they look at it as something that is positive society. So they become like a 
I guess friendship member, I guess we call them. Some people call it like a student member, things like that. They just kind of receive like a little prayer book and they read books once in a while. So that, those are the members as well. So including them, it's about, uh, I, got, I would say like 3 million, we can say, I guess. Yeah. Well, I mean, I understand the different ratio because, uh, you know, you've sure. got people that listen every week and you got people that listen once and sure. you got people that sure. send you emails that, are so great, and some that, well, anyways. Uh, yep, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, you mentioned doing live action versus animation, which kind of has my mind going, because mm-hmm. I, I see animation as being the easier of the two, just because it's workable, right? Because once you get people involved, well, real people, it becomes more difficult yep. to get the yep. scene right. So, am I mm-hmm. right in thinking that? Well, I think there's a two, two you know, uh, it's a totally different thing, animation and live action. And even though I'm speaking to you in the United States, you know, sharing this <laughs> Japanese movie to people in the U.S., but if you look, go back to Japan, it, it, Japan is, for them, it's an original Japanese movie, just like a Hollywood movie, movie for them. So it works pretty well for Japan. Uh, Japan has like 500 <coughs> uh, branches, and every little town has Happy Science Temple, the Happy Science branches in Japan. So it's pretty... More, like nationwide spread. So like if you do like a movie, you know, in the theaters, we do like a nationwide release movies and we get, I don't know, like 250 theaters. That is like almost like thousands in the computer, compared to US. It's a major, major release. So we get box set number one weekend, <coughs> things like that. So for Japan, it's a huge activity, especially going into live action. Because, it, you know, Japanese actors are acting, and it's just great things to do. But once it comes to releasing in the United States and other countries, that kind of becomes a hurdle because it becomes a foreign movie. But for the people in, in the U.S., animation, there's no foreign animation. Right? Animation is just pure animation. Either it's <coughs> overdone or it's subtitled, right? But it's animation. But once it becomes a live action, you know, everybody's a Japanese actor, so... and. We did a voiceover. It came out very really well, but still, voiceover <coughs> is a voiceover, you know, for live action. So there's a little hard there as well, but there's, you know, positive and negative things uh, with live action, especially, you know, going over uh, across to the world. Uh, live action is much, much harder than going with animation. That's definitely true. I was going to say, that's definitely got to be... I, I was thinking about the subtitles and all that because that's... It's, it is, it adds a curve to it. I mean, it's better than dubbing, mm-hmm. but it makes it a little harder for the end user to watch. Sure. Yep. But, uh, you know, I actually, we released this movie in the United States using the dubbed version. That's very, very unusual. People don't usually do that uh, because people who go to see a Japanese movie, they don't expect a dubbed version in the theater. They want to see the original, right? But we intentionally use the dubbed version. And it actually worked out very, very well. We did that for the past two films because, uh, you know, once you sit in the theater and you hear the voice of English, maybe like first three minutes, you feel a little awkward. But after you go by three or five minutes, you get so used to it, it feels like you're actually watching an English, uh, English movie because uh, the dubbing is done really well. We've done it in Los Angeles and we use a really good you know, dodging actors, so they're really, really great actors, so it came out really, really real and natural. People said it just it was just so natural. I never even thought about it was a dubbing. So it kind of worked, so it's a new challenge for us to do a dubbing release of a live-action Japanese film, but uh, it's working, so I think we're going to continue that challenge as well. And then I was also sitting here as I was trying not to cough all over again, and I was thinking, there's also mm-hmm. other challenges. I mean, you could, obviously, you could Lay the lay the Japanese and English track down, but there's also mm-hmm. slight cultural differences too. Of course, yeah, a lot of cultural differences. So That's do, true. especially just like if okay, we're doing silent movie even right to mm-hmm. it to produce something for America versus Japanese. There's a lot of challenges. So how do you make it work on an international level? At this point, uh, the production is done based based on uh, on based. Uh, marketing-wise, it's marketed to Japan at this point. We haven't really, 
you know, expanded our view to the global view. So it will meet, you know, all the global needs. But, uh, uh, but the message is, is universal. So, uh, there's different, you know, cultural things, especially like divine protector message for beings. You see a lot of a Japanese culture in it, but, uh, we want to take it as a positive advantage that we're sharing like a Japanese culture to the world as well as uh, important spiritual message within. So we try to make it, uh, we try to think it in a positive way uh, rather than there's a cultural gap. But uh, so hopefully when people watch it, they'll, they'll also experience uh, some of a Japanese culture together with, uh, you know, the good, good spiritual messages. But of course, from my, my point of view, I wish we could create something, you know, like in the United States, using uh, uh you know actors of you know, American actors and Hawaiian actors all mixed together you know that would be a great thing to do uh, coming up in the future like the songs are all in Japanese at this point but we definitely want to you know American singers to sing the songs as well so there's still a lot of other uh, uh, things that we can do going ahead so just looking at it as a, as a future uh, in a prosperity opportunity for this movie to grow at this point, it's still very, very uh, Japanese-oriented, and that is true. So not to dig too specifically, but i was just going to ask a broad-based question here. Mm-hmm. Where are you tonight? I'm in Los Angeles. I was going to say, because I, I noticed that you spent time in Tokyo, and I figured you weren't there because of the time difference, but I wasn't sure. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I go back I go back and forth, yeah. So, I was just in Hawaii next last week, and I was in Brazil the week before that, so I travel around. But right now, I'm back, back home. I live in Los Angeles right now. Well, but you grew up in New York City. Okay, so I've got to ask this question because being mm-hmm, sure. having been to New York City and I haven't been to Los Angeles yet, knock on what I plan to get there someday, mm-hmm. but there can't be two – well, in the United States, there's not two more extreme differences than those two cities, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, you mean L.A. and New York? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, I, I don't know. I, I've, been, I've been to, I don't know, like 30 countries, over 30 or 40 countries in my life. So when I look at New York and LA, to me, it's, it's still America. You know, it's like it's still the same America. People are different, of course, totally different. And I was lived, I was raised, I grew up in New York, so I'm more of a, uh, East Coast type of way of thinking person. I'm more, I'm more, I feel more comfortable. I feel like I'm home when I go back to New York <laughs> rather than living in LA. LA, I feel a little bit like, you know, outside kind of thing. But I still have LA. You know, LA is great. It's a little bit laid back, but, uh, it's sunny and it's, it's it's very nice. So there's always a good point in a negative and good point in any cities in any any place that you go to. So I try to look at a good point so, as much as possible. So let's, yeah. let's parallel the other. Let's go the other direction. Now talk to me about Tokyo. Uh-huh. How, how does that compare in, in good ways and bad oh, ways to the states? Mm, mm. I love uh, Tokyo. Is the best would be the place I if I had a choice to live, I, I would choose Tokyo. Because it's just so, uh, uh, I don't know, it's so clean. People are just, Japanese people are just so nice. I'm sorry, even that Japanese, I'm, please look at me as I'm not a Japanese because I travel around so much. I'm just looking at it from a very uh, third eye perspective. You know, I still feel like a, Japanese people are very uh, kind and very caring. And the service level of uh, how to take care of each other is, is really, really high. So I, I just love that atmosphere. I just feel so comfortable and so safe just being in Japan and being in Tokyo. And it's it's clean and it's everything is like in order. You know, there's no um, everything just I don't yeah I think that's a good way to put it. Everything is in in order. There's like an ecosystem, you know, uh, within in Tokyo. I just love that uh, environment. So and I'm sorry, I love to eat. So when it comes to food, food is very important for me. I was going to say, food is very important for me, too, so you're not offending me here. You know, even though I'm I'm, I'm trying to be spiritual, still I love to eat. So I just just miss the Japanese, uh, great Japanese food. (laughs) But we do cook Japanese food at home, of course, but it's just not the same, you know, if you're living in the U.S. But we said that I love love to live in L.A., I enjoy it. And I also love to travel to New York as well. So, so you also, you also I go back to, yeah. It's mm-hmm. funny you mentioned Brazil because I had uh, this week I had a conversation with uh, a listener who is from mm. Brazil. Who, wow! Listen to this. Used my show. 
I swear, mm -hmm. used my show to get better at English, which blows oh. my mind. So, <laughs> so why were you in Brazil, and how is Brazil rating all this? And you better have good things to say about them, or I might lose a listener. <laughs> no. <laughs> oh yeah, Brazil, uh, Brazil. I, I actually, uh, we have a huge, uh, 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 we call them a head temple, head location in Brazil. It's a huge uh, location. So Brazil, happy science is pretty big. Uh, it's pretty widespread in happy science. We, we have like five or six branches in Brazil, just in Brazil. So I was in Sao Paulo to promote this movie. So they are doing like a, they are not doing a theoretical release, but they are renting a theater to do a rental release in Brazil. So I went there to promote this movie. I talk about the message and I met all the people. And so that's why I was there for about, about a week. Yeah, just a couple of weeks ago, Brazil. So it was great. That actually, that was the day the election night. So my flight was canceled. But I was stuck in in, in uh, Houston for a day, couple of days. But uh, I was I managed to get to Brazil. I love Brazil too. People are so nice there. So it is interesting how it is spreading because you know you got you, you said Asia and now we're talking about Brazil. That's mm -hmm. South America and yeah. I'm obviously talking to you from North America. So I mean, it is taking off. Mm -hmm. so, oh, I, I've got to ask this question because it just popped up. Um, uh -huh. World Cup? Are you, are you a soccer? I've, I've, you're a world guy, so you've got to be a soccer. Uh, world person. Cup, yeah. Mm -hmm. So world who do you Cup, yeah, who, yeah. who do you see pulling that one all off? I I, I haven't actually. I haven't really following the soccer. At this oh point. no! But uh, but uh, I'm I I I always uh, when it comes to World Cup, I, I watch it and and. and I try to, of course, you know, uh, Japan, 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 but Japan is not so strong, kind of weak, <laughs> still weak. So uh, I don't know who's going to win, actually. I'm sorry. But, That's okay. Uh, I yeah. I don't either. I, I know it's not America, though, so we're all good there. Uh, so uh, Yeah, probably Brazil, yeah. Brazil, yeah, Brazil or Brazil. Uh, Great Britain or, you know, some, somebody yeah. who's, I don't know. I, I mean, the Premier League, I used to watch some Premier League games. I never found a team that mm -hmm. kind of settled with me, but that, they're intense over there with that stuff. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay, so when you're when you're um, not making movies, what what am I gonna find you doing? Uh, what's that? Sorry. If you're not making a film, what are you doing for? I don't want to say fun, but what do you do to get away from from all this? Oh, oh, I love to play. Uh, I'm a, I, uh, I used to be uh, uh, you know in the heavy heavy metal <laughs> band when I was young, so I still play guitar. You know, I do. Uh, I still like to play hard rock music, <laughs> even though I'm a I'm a minister. <laughs> so I, have, I was going to say that. My, <laughs> this is an interesting visual I have in my head because I've seen some pictures yeah. of you. And, um, wow, that's some... Um, I, I like to turn up my guitar. I also do, like, I, I, I more do, like, acoustic, and I do a little jazz nowadays. I'm getting older. But <laughs> I just, I love being, being in touch with music. Just, you know, it's like I'm doing a meditation for me. Just being in, within, sinking into the music, whatever you do, just, Hitting two notes, you're relaxing. In that moment, you hear the sound. It just—it's so um, meditating for me. It just makes me feel so calm and brings me into serenity mode. Even though it's a heavy metal music, sometimes it still does. <laughs> for me, it's kind of interesting. So I just love being. Um, I like to listen to the music, but also just like to play, uh, just for myself. You know, it just makes me feel so comfortable. This makes makes me feel like I'm back to myself again. So whenever I have uh, some struggles and hard hard times, you know, in the during during the day, I just go home and play, you know, my acoustic acoustic for about fifteen minutes, and boom, I get myself back again. So it really helps me a lot, you know. So I'm very thankful that uh, you know I have music with me. As I say, it sounds it is a great. I'm, I'm not good at it, but there are times that I'll walk past the piano and think I'm um, Elton John. Everybody else, mm -hmm. everybody else flees the scene, but you know. <laughs> <laughs> so okay, so who's on the playlist? When you say heavy metal, who are we headed for? Oh no, no, I don't, I don't. Sound, I just, I just okay. I don't oh. listen to heavy metal anymore. Well, but, but I like, you... I like, I like to see why you know, I don't know if you can or uh, you play, um, all the you know, uh, great, great guitarists. I'm more on the guitarist side than actual. Um, so when I say. Uh, Hard distortion music, yeah. See my, I love see my. It's you know, great, great guitarist out there. So. Oh, it's amazing! I, I look at everybody that plays guitar, and I get slightly jealous all the time. 
Because <laughs> I just can't. Yeah. I don't know. The, the hand-eye coordination's not there. I don't know. <laughs> So, oh, wait, so I wanted to ask you about um, mm-hmm. curses, because I've seen that as well coming up quite a bit. Uh, so, is, are, you, are, you, are we talking about curses that I would put on, well, I don't want to put one on you, but we'll just say that for the sake of this conversation. Is that what we're talking about? Yeah, the curse is something that, uh, you know, sometimes we think it's like when you hear curse, it's, is it something like a very <clears throat> a demonic thing, or is it a like some kind of a ritual, you know, putting a spell on somebody, they have a ritual, things like that. Right? But it's not like that at all. It's not like what you see in movies, but uh, it's really it's a day-to-day thing. Curses happen everywhere, every day in our life. It's a concentrated, accumulated negative thoughts, uh, you know, a willpower, negative willpower towards a specific person. So if you go about a certain level of your concentrated negative thoughts, that becomes a curse. And, you know, curses will manifest. Anything, any thinking, thoughts will manifest in this world. So if you think so negatively about a specific person, if you're so jealous about this specific person to the point where you feel like you want him to die or her to die, right? And if this person can get into uh, some kind of accident, they might get, you know, ill. They, sometimes they get like a, a headache, dizzy, neck pain, back pain, but, you know, sometimes wrong things can happen. You can actually cause something to the specific person you feel negatively about. So through this movie, they wanted to show, it's a very, very daily activity. These five stories are very, are very um, normal people that you, you encounter, you know, uh, every, every, everywhere in your daily life. But uh, in reality, uh, that person is cursing, himself as well as cursing others and it's really bringing um, unhappiness and you know misfortune to someone's life and also bringing misfortune to your life so through this movie we want to show you know having a negative thought and poison of the mind is uh, it's actually causing in reality uh, misfortune and happiness for others so what we about, want to show that yeah. so what about the flip side of that can I turn that We'll just use me for an example. Turn my uh, thoughts into a positive reaction. Like, say, I wanted to become bigger than Joe Rogan. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, we, yeah, uh, I mean, thoughts will manifest, right? So it, it, that's that's like the, the biggest gift that God gave us is our free will, uh, free will to think, and 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 to the, the power to create something, you know, on, on this earth. So if you feel, think so positively about certain things and continue to think through the positivity and for the love and caring for others, eventually that would manifest into your life and you should, you should be bringing your happiness to your life. But if you continuously think negatively about yourself or negatively about others, that would also manifest and that is going to cause something negative. So that is like the laws of the universe. That's, that's the law that we're living in. So we really wanted to show through this movie, you have to be really mindful about what you think and how you act. Because that will turn into reality. So now it feels like I'm jumping all over the place, but I, I do want to go mm-hmm. back to the films for a second. Because uh, I think what I... Well, when my son thinks Japanese culture, he thinks anime. So it is, mm, kind, sure. it is, it is kind of funny that you went away from animated movies, but I, I understand why, mm-hmm. obviously, because you're trying... Yeah. But how do you want... I mean, is there a chance you'll go back or do both? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, anime, you know, it takes three years. So, uh, we just finished uh, the, the anime called The Lords of the Universe, The, the Age of Elohim, last uh, last October, uh, and last year, last year, just one year ago. So, we are in the production of the next anime. So every three years we come up with an anime, but it takes three years to create <laughs> animation. So while we create the, our production team, you know, animation production team create the anime for three years, we have like a couple of movies per year to be released, you know, between those anime. So anime will be coming up in next two two years, two years like two years from now on the fall, be a new animation. It's already in production at this point. Definitely yes. Oof. 
I just I, I feel like you're juggling uh, swords at this point as you're throwing, trying to keep all this stuff together. <laughs> <laughs> Do you feel that way, or am I just putting words in your mouth? Uh, no, 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 I'm just asking. I'm, I'm just answering your question. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy, uh, that's a lot to keep track of. I mean, I know you've got a team that does it. It's not like you're doing all this yourself. But... Oh no, no, of course not. We have a whole huge team, you know, together. Like, I still yeah. can't imagine not trying to keep it all. Um, so, what's doing all this uh, introspective look at yourself and through the eyes of Happy Science? How how has that impacted you? Because, like I said, you grew up Christian, and now you went to. I mm-hmm. mean, so obviously, it you've had a few moments of deep reflection. So, how has it changed you? Mm, yes, definitely. When, so uh, I became, you know, I met Happy Science when I was like ninth, right after I graduated from high school. So it's been a while, but you know, I never studied. You know, I haven't been studying constantly, of course, <laughs> since then. But uh, I was doing excellent, you know, at work. I was an IT company. I was like a top management in marketing in a big company, uh, a software company, US based company, and I was uh, I had a great life. But uh, I don't know. I one day I I just decided that uh, there's uh, something more that maybe I need to do, and that's when I I, uh, I became a happy science staff. So I just stopped everything. So it's like for me it was like a second born. You know, I was reborn again. I had my first life ended when I was forty two or forty three. That's when then I started the next life. Uh, as a happy time stuff. So I had to like shut everything off, you know, just put everything aside and restart it. So that took me a lot of uh, courage. Or a lot uh, of, I was just, uh, I was just saying you're thinking, decision. there had to be some decision hard conversations decision. with some people when you said, you know what, I'm walking away from the professional world and I'm going to go do this other thing. You know, but the great thing, you know, the the, the best best thing I, I, uh, I experienced through that was like, when I told my uh, my boss, you know, it was a U.S. company actually, you know, U.S. based company, big uh, security company, and I told my boss he was happened to be a uh, American guy living in Japan, and I told him, you know, uh, uh, I have to, I decided to leave this company, I decided to leave this entire in, in IT industry, and I'm gonna become a religious person, and she told me, you know, Utebi Yoichi. That's a great thing for you. You know, I'm so happy that you have decided to walk the path, you know, to, to be, to, to walk the path of what you believe in and to, you know, be service to the, to God. So she, she just let me go right on the spot. She said, go ahead and do your thing. So that really, really actually shocked me, you know. Oh my God, people, you know, people, you American people are just so, Faithful, <laughs> you know. Even you spend the Japanese company, they'll be like, "What are you saying? You cannot live for next at least three months." You know, you got so much things to do. But he was like, you know, you got you got the things, and you got calling. I think you should go now. So he just like, let me go right on the spot. So that was amazing, actually. <laughs> that, is, that is amazing, and, and also had to have been. I don't know. Part of me wants, you know, even though I do believe, I, you know, I'm putting myself in your shoes for a moment. I have this great calling, but part of me wants this boss to say, "No, I want to keep you." Like, you know, <laughs> like not, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So that was a was a hard decision to make, but uh, well, it's everything worked out. Since then, everything I traveled a lot around. You know, Ryuho Okawa did like five continent lectures. He went to everywhere around the world. So I was the head of marketing, you know, doing all the promotion for this huge event. We did like 40, 50,000 people in India. Like we did like a big stadium in Uganda. It was so much fun and excitement that, and all the experiences that I had, you know, through my IT company's marketing really worked well. You know, that really helped me to try, uh, this, these activities throughout, you know, the first few years of my happy science days. So that's what I used to do. And after that, now I'm into a movie uh, side and trying to spread the movie to the world. So to me, there's, there's not, not more, there's no more excitement that I can have in my life than what I have now. So I'm, I'm happy for the decision I made. Yes. 
So, so it's not for everybody, but for me, it works. <laughs> so don't don't take this the wrong way. I know you won't. But when I think IT yeah. professional, I think nerd, uh, kind of quiet, oh, reserved, right, doesn't want right, to be. Right. You know what I'm saying? Don't talk yeah. to me. Did you unplug it? Mm-hmm. I don't. I yeah, don't yeah. see the outgoing personality that I see with you. So I'm assuming that. Oh no this no no! A, uh, market marketing guys in IT they are like so outgoing because uh, you know like in IT companies uh, the the nerds people are like a technician that they create all this you know geeky stuff and we have to sell them <laughs> so you know sometimes like you know we have to say the things that you do not see the software you do not see so you have to like, convince the audience in the stage how great the software is without you actually using it <laughs> you know what I mean so the marketing is very important it's in, in the promotion is a very very important part of a IT IT company so for me for the, all the marketing guys in IT company, they're just like, very outgoing, actually. You have to be. Because uh, you don't want to lie to people, but you need to convince them how great our product is compared to the ones next to us. You know what I mean? Yeah, so. used car salesmen lie to people. I'll just, no, oh boy. <laughs> I'm not it's opening not my inbox after that one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So we've got a famous last question around here. Well, actually, I'm going to ask this question, and I'll ask you to tell people where they can find this stuff again. But last question is, favorite breakfast? But you've been around the world, so you can pick where, I mean. Oh, yeah, so. Well, I mean, I'm a coffee crazy. Coffee crazy. So I, I like single Aussie coffees. So uh, I collect, collect all, all kinds of coffee from around the world. And, of course, I, I do my own, you know, coffee making. So I don't usually eat much in the morning, but I love to enjoy my first drip of coffee every morning. My my preference coffee for the day. So, so that's my favorite. So you know, I got to I got to follow up with this one then. So is it Starbucks <laughs> or is it Dunkin' Donuts or? No, 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 no. It's single it's, origin. Uh, I don't I don't go to Starbucks. Starbucks coffee is not coffee for me. Okay, <laughs> sorry, I, I I figured that, and I wanted to get that out there because I. <laughs> I love that. Okay, so where I could people? So where could people find you and all that good stuff again? Okay, again, mastersportmovie.com, mastersportmovie.com. Please access the website and and hopefully we will be able to show you when this real DVD will be coming. And if you're interested to just to chat with me, you want to talk to me more about happy science, there's a little contact point you can send email to, and then I'll be reading those emails. Me and my staff is reading the emails, so I'll definitely be responding to you. Okay, well, I can't thank you again for enlightening me about the movies and world culture and, <laughs> and you and oh, it's, it's been fun. So I will. Thank so, you so much. It's been a pleasure speaking to you. You've been very kind, nice. You know, the great thing about is being open, being just being open. So is happy science call. I love that kind of question because now we can talk in, in real. You know yeah, I, mean? I, so, I just want to be open I, and transparent. And I think yeah, you were very open and I, transparent with me, so I appreciate it. I appreciate it very much. Yeah. T- talk to you soon. Thank you so much. Bye. All right. Okay, bye-bye. So there we go. So I, I think, I, I don't know what to think about it. I've never, I mean, obviously today, I don't want to say today was my first look in, but uh, Germantown Runner kind of uh, hit me up and told me some things this morning, so I kind of, because I kind of had been doing a deep dive into the film and kind of all that, and kind of getting ready for those kind of questions and then he kind of hit me with the other stuff this morning so I kind of looked into that so we had to pay attention to that so that's what's great about this and I just want to take a minute here less than a minute and um, explain some things um, don't forget December we've got the Mallard family co-hosting the show um, my wife and my two kids are going to co-host shows and then I think for the end of the month, we will uh, definitely uh, do a live call-in show with, I think my wife's going to co-host that one with me, plus she's going to co-host the show with a guest, so we'll do that. And uh, more news coming in the coming weeks about some other things that are going on around. You'll see some changes on the website. Big things, good things, important things, but we'll, we'll get there. So, hey, if you're an American, have a happy Thanksgiving. If we don't get a chance to talk soon, we'll talk. It's the Thank you for joining us. It's been a good show tonight. I hope you enjoyed it. Take a few moments, subscribe, share, all the fun stuff. You know how to do it. I don't have to tell you. Just uh, be ready for next week. 
It'll be sooner than you think. Coming up on 5-Minute News, I'm Anthony Davis. You might think it's partisan because maybe it's critical of one side or the other, but it's not, it's just the truth. And I think that's also something that's kind of unusual for Americans listening to the radio or to podcasts because the news landscape in the States has been so partisan for so many decades. So 5-Minute News is verified, truthful, independent, unbiased and essential world news daily.